conversation about real lives as real moms. No matter what happens, it's probably fine. Hi, welcome to our podcast. I'm Joy. And I'm Kayla. And today we're just going to start out by introducing ourselves and our little podcast we just started called It's Probably Fine. So Kayla, do you want to go first? Yeah, sure. Um, so my name's Kayla and I am married and have one son, a very spirited young man, I like to say. <laughs> um, I am also a teacher, a kindergarten teacher. Um, and I'm Joy, and I'm also married. I have three kids now, uh, girl, boy, boy, and we will certainly talk a lot about our kids, obviously. I work in wellness and actually work from home um, for various retirement communities. Kayla, do you want to explain how we know each other? Sure. Um, so our friendship started in middle school in the seventh grade, and we actually fought over the same best friend <laughs> for about a year. Um, and then the next year we kind of decided that we would just be best friends, um, without meaning to, it just kind of happened that way. Um, and we were un inseparable for most of high school and had a lot of the same friends, same classes. We were in show choir together, so we spent lots of time together. Um, and we're college roommates our freshman year of college. And then after that we kind of went our separate ways for a little bit, but always stayed in touch and stayed friends as we pursued our various goals in life. Once we got married and had kids of our own, um, everything's kind of come full circle and now our kids are growing up together as besties. So it's been a lot of fun, um, not only in our own lives, but in our kids' lives, watching how things have come together. And at this point, we, on paper, do have a lot of things in common as far as having gone to the same schools, um, participated in some of the same activities through high school, a little bit varied in college, and then living in the same suburb, in the same city and everything, uh, both being married with kids, obviously, at this point, is very similar. Um, but at the end of the day, I think motherhood has been a completely different experience for both of us. And uh, everything from pregnancy and giving birth to now obvious differences between just having number of kids, but also the massive differences in the personalities yes. and how we deal with our kids and then our own personalities and the things that we enjoy, I think um, are very, I think every mother is just a little bit different and we definitely portray those differences um, in our friendship. I feel like it really helps to strengthen our friendship, the way that we kind of handle that stuff. And I think that's really what has um, encouraged us and motivated us or moved us really to to start this podcast is that we want other people, other moms who are going through this same experience, these same struggles that we are, to know that they're not alone, that this is something we all go through and that every experience for every mother is different and that's okay. And I think at this point, we all recognize that there is this standard of the quote-unquote Pinterest mom and these birthday parties you're supposed to throw and the toy organization that you're supposed to have and the meals. Oh my goodness, the meals you're supposed to cook. <laughs> like, what? We could do an entire podcast on ways that I've failed at cooking. <laughs> so that's one of the very first things we thought of when we decided to sit down and do this was we need to put real into the world and not more perfection and and look at the ways you can quote unquote succeed as a mother 
And I think social media has put a lot of expectation on us as mothers. And we think that, you know, we have to be perfect to be good moms. And we want people to know that it's okay. It's okay to struggle. It's okay if your life doesn't look like what you see on Pinterest. It's okay if you don't feel like you're doing enough or being enough. Um, I think success as a mother looks different for all of us. Like, you can be a great mom and have a dirty kitchen. You can be a great mom and sometimes yell at your kids. You can be a great mom and have piles of laundry everywhere. Like, we don't have to be perfect for our kids to know that we love them and that we're there for them. And so I think instead of creating this feeling of competition by trying to one-up each other, especially on Pinterest and social media, you know, be there for each other and support each other and let, let's let be a village for one another because it's hard to raise a kid, you know? The, the phrase, it takes a village, is so true. And I feel like sometimes we're so worried about what our lives look like and what our families look like on social media that we're not really being there for one another. We're liking each other's posts, we're commenting, you know, but we're not really there for one another. But I do legit want to know if the comment about the piles of laundry was like a... (laughs) (laughs) I would never let the world know that you have piles of laundry in your home sometimes. There are three of them, okay? They outnumber (laughs) me by like a lot at this point. And that baby spits on everything. So I'm sorry if you ever come to my house, there will be laundry. It's probably clean. Yep. And it's definitely fine. Yeah, so if it makes you feel any better, mine is at least in baskets instead of piles, <laughs> but it's still all over my bedroom. My husband will tell you that he hates it so much, but he loves me anyway. <laughs> Another reason that we wanted to start this uh, adventure yes. was that we both are creative people, I think in different ways for mm-hmm. sure, yeah. but we needed some kind of creative outlet that was just ours, and I think it's something where you kind of think like as a mom I want something that's my own that doesn't have anything to do with my kids and that's awesome and we have those things but I also think that in our lives in particular with our kids as young as they are life is just focused on them right now and this is kind of us embracing that fact but also being able to find our own way and identity and kind of way of dealing with this and processing through some of the crazy things that happen that we sometimes had a heads up about and sometimes I feel like there were things where we did not know that that kids would there are plenty of surprises in parenting for sure and lots of laughs too though like I think that's (laughs) another thing that we want to make sure that we include in this is that parenting is funny like ridiculous (laughs) things happen all the time and you look back and you're like why was I so mad about that or how did that even happen but then it's a it's a great memory and it's funny and it brings you joy after the fact not always necessarily in the moment but you know parenting can be a funny adventure and kids say crazy things oh my goodness yeah there was one time when E was two or under I think she was under two because she wasn't even really talking like an actual child she was still doing the baby talk thing and she was in the hallway at my parents house and my mom and my sister and I are sitting in the kitchen and we she's eating something or put something in her mouth and I asked her what she was eating 
And she looked up and she just said, I don't know. I found it on my foot. <laughs> and I'm trying so hard not to laugh and to be like, you cannot eat things that you find on your foot. And my mom and sister are dying laughing. So that was one of those moments where I was trying to hold it together, but it was funny. Yeah. And did you let her eat the thing that... No, I took it out of her mouth. I think it was like, I don't know. I, I don't even know. Something it, edible, at least? I don't think so. I'm pretty sure it was like sock fuzz or something. Oh, good, good. Because <laughs> honestly, if it was something edible, I probably would have just been like, eh, it's probably fine. Yep. <laughs> you know you would have. <laughs> yes. So I guess this is probably the part where we should stop and say, if you are one of those perfect Pinterest moms and you're not okay with letting your kid eat things off the floor sometimes. Edible things though, like Cheerios. Yeah, edible things. Yeah, five second rule things. Then um, maybe this is not the podcast for you. I would say that's not our audience, no. (laughs) Yeah. So we just want to put that out there and give everyone a fair warning right now in episode one that this is your chance to uh, stop and run now. (laughs) But I think that that's part of why we wanted to have this podcast as well is because we wanted to have that conversation about parenting and about motherhood and the ups and downs and all that. And having that conversation, whether it be imperfect or not, I mean, let's be real, it's not going to be perfect. Um, But I think that that's one of the things we've talked about is that it's important to talk about these things and the topics that we're going to cover because sometimes they just aren't talked about until you start to realize that you have four or five friends who had trouble breastfeeding or, or six or seven friends who had trouble with postpartum depression or... Um, your other friend also had a child try to eat foot fuzz off of the floor. <laughs> <laughs> and you but, wouldn't know that if you didn't talk about it. Right, the happy and the sad. Like, I know that, um, personally, my husband and I, we experienced a miscarriage before our son was born and, you know, kind of felt like we were the only ones in the world going through that. And we quickly found out that lots of people that we knew had that same experience. But, you know, people don't put that out there. So we're trying to be open with things and real about our experiences so that people don't feel alone, that they know that, you know, life's not perfect. And just because they don't have it all together doesn't mean they're failing as parents or as moms and that it's okay for life to be messy and imperfect. And there's power in just having the conversation and being open and real about life's ups and downs. So I guess that brings us to how we came up with the title of our podcast. I think we both find that it's probably fine is a sentiment we come back to a lot as mothers through our friendship. I think that over time we have uh, changed our expectations of uh, what motherhood is. You can say lowered. You can say lowered. (laughs) Yeah, we've lowered our expectations over time of what motherhood is and um, what kids can do and will do um one of my favorite examples of it's probably fine was we were sitting on um the porch the back porch of my house talking and um, went around the corner to check on the kids in the backyard and they were supposed to be playing in the sprinkler and they were but they also had used the sprinkler to create a nice little mud puddle pit at the bottom of the slide. And they were all sliding down into the mud pit in the sprinkler. But yet they all had their socks on. <laughs> now they don't leave their shoes on and they don't take their socks off. They always tend to take off just their shoes and set them over safely to the side, nice and dry, <laughs> yet keep on their nice white socks as they slide down the slide into the sprinkler and the mud puddle. 
And instead of getting upset and yelling at them and saying, why don't you have no shoes and no socks or shoes and socks? We just sort of shrug at this point and say, well, it's probably fine. <laughs> I think that's also how a lot of pairs of socks find their way into the trash can at my house. Yeah. you know, the laundry situation is not great. <laughs> <laughs> and sometimes they're just not salvageable. They're no longer white socks. They're yeah. some sort of grayish color. They go in their shoes anyway. Nobody else sees them, right? Yeah, I guess. I guess. <laughs> well, but, one yeah. of my favorite It's Probably Fine moments also happened in your backyard. <laughs> And it was, this was before O was born, and so it was just the three older ones playing in the backyard, and you and I were sitting in, we were sitting in the grass, I think, but we were in the chairs, like, just talking. on the back talking. step of the deck, yeah. Yeah, talking. And your mom came around the corner, and we had warned Elle, I don't know, 15 times? Countless times, yeah. Not to go in front of the swing. Mm -hmm. And right as your mother comes around the corner and (laughs) walks into view of these children (laughs) playing, obviously completely recklessly, you know, in the the swings, Elle walks in front of M, gets kicked in the face, Mm -hmm. and we just sit there, and I think I might have said, like, something like, get up. Or, yeah, or we told you so. That's why I we said know. not to walk in front of the swing. I'm sure that it was nice, but it was definitely a moment of, I just am having a trouble feeling bad for you. Yeah. And your mom went over <laughs> and was picked him up and coddled him and was all uh, making sure he was okay. Even though it really, it wasn't that bad. It sounds dramatic. It wasn't that bad. But we both just looked at each other and we were like, it's probably fine. Yeah. Continued drinking our wine, sitting on the step. And I want to point out that my mother did not just go over and check on him. She frantically ran across the yard thinking that he was dead and, you know, shrieking. that and proceeded to yell at us. Right. For sitting there and not getting up immediately. Yeah. She turns around thinking we're also running over there to check on him. And we're not. We're just like, well, you shouldn't have walked in front of the swings. Because... That was also probably the third time he had fallen. He, it happens a lot. He's not a very graceful boy. Yeah. You become less empathetic each time. He doesn't less. listen. It's it's a natural consequence, okay? That's how kids learn. There is something to be said for natural consequences. Absolutely. Big fan of natural consequences. <laughs> so I guess that brings us back to it, there are lots of things that happen that are not Pinterest perfect, that, that make us feel like maybe we're not succeeding at this whole mom thing. But we found that by summing most things up with it's probably fine, we give ourselves and each other and other people grace um, to not be perfect and to not have those expectations because they're not realistic expectations. Mm-mm. We can't live up to those, and so we shouldn't expect ourselves or other people to do that. So we do find ourselves joking around a lot and using that it's probably fine sentiment with each other, both in those funny situations, but I think also in those situations where one or both of us is feeling a little anxious about something and the other one kind of uses it as a moment to say, hey, step back, you know, it's probably fine, we'll figure it out, we'll help each other through it, and I think that that's become a way that we communicate those kind of things and it's really helped with dealing with that kind of stuff and the heavier things in motherhood too. Yeah, and I think we don't want to we don't want to act like motherhood is just all, you know, letting it be okay if your kid eats something off the floor or kids falling down, you know, in the backyard. Uh, there's a lot 
of tough stuff to being a mom. Um, And so aside from just, you know, we've talked about the Pinterest perfect mom, there's so much more to it than that. And so we've reached out to friends and family and other moms and we've said, what do you want to hear about in a podcast? What's, what's important to you? What's really affected your journey of motherhood? And um, we got a lot of feedback and a lot of similarities, you know, regardless of people's experiences, how many kids they have, if they're married or divorced, um, they had a lot of the same feedback, a lot of the same worries, a lot of the same uh, guilt. And so we've kind of created some topics that we hope will resonate with a lot of people, regardless of of where they are in, in their journey. And so some of the topics that really kept coming up over and over again um, was the idea of balance. How do I balance my roles? How do I balance my life? You know, now that I'm a mom, that takes up so much of who I am and where my energy and my time goes. How do I make time for myself and for my passions and my work and my marriage and all these other things that are so important to who we are and and our identities? Um, we also got a lot of feedback about self-care and how moms don't make enough time for themselves. We spend so much time caring for others and, and pouring out that we don't always take care of ourselves. And it's a lot more than just, you know. Target and Starbucks. Right. You know, those are great. And I love going to Target and getting my Starbucks and walking around by myself for a little bit. But that is not enough to sustain us. And keep us going and, and, and care for ourselves the way we truly need to, to be able to give as much as moms do. Another topic that came up a lot in those posts and conversations was mental health in just every aspect, whether it's day-to-day anxiety, um, going to see a mental health professional, whether therapy or, or someone at your church or however you want to handle that kind of thing. Definitely postpartum depression is something that we know quite a few people who have really struggled with, um, both short and long term. I feel like it's not really talked about, you know, past that eight weeks, you go back to work and then everything's supposed to be fine. So that'll be something for sure um, that comes up. But then also, you know, the fun parts of parenting, like planning trips, which can also be anxiety inducing. (laughs) Absolutely. Vacations with the kids, um, outdoor activities, different things like that, that we've had a lot of fun discovering through our kids' eyes. I feel like we'll be able to talk about some of that stuff too. Mm -hmm. And mixed in with some funny quotes and stories (laughs) along the way, of course, because that's what really, you know, that's what makes motherhood what it is, like Yes, it's hard. Yes, we struggle. Yes, it's imperfect and it's messy and it's exhausting. But at the end of the day, we wouldn't trade it. You know, we wouldn't trade those kids for anything. And so there's something so miraculous about the journey of motherhood that even through all the hard, it's the most amazing thing I've ever done and brought me more joy than any experience in my life has. So um, I think really just we want to embrace all of life's imperfections and um all the ups and downs all the good and the bad the you know the beautiful and the ugly of of life's journey and let others know that they are not alone in their experiences so we hope that through um, our conversations you feel welcomed and um not alone, I think, is, is the biggest mm-hmm. yeah. thing, is that you feel fellowship and you feel some sort of connection because so much of life 
is about community and feeling like you belong somewhere Mm -hmm. um, and that you can relate to to the experiences of others and they can relate to you. So before we wrap up this first intro episode, just a couple of um, heads up we want to give you. We just kind of established two ground rules for ourselves as we're starting through this. Um, number one, you may have already heard, I refer to my own children as their first initial. And so we'll be doing that for all four kids throughout the podcast, just to respect their privacy. They're young. They don't really get a whole lot of control in their lives. So that's just something that we'll be doing, um, for them so that when they're older, if they choose not to be out there, they don't have to be on social media and all that jazz. Um, and then second, the way that we present the podcast topics, we're going to try to really give people a heads up for two reasons. Number one, uh, we want to keep this kid friendly. We want you to be able to listen to it in the car with your kids around. But there are a couple of topics I think that don't really lend themselves to uh, being that family friendly. Or maybe it's something that you talk about with your kids, but somebody else doesn't talk about with their kids and that's completely fine. We just want to give you a heads up if we feel like this is going to be a topic that you may not want your to answer your four-year-old's questions about how babies are born, um, things like that. So that, and then also we recognize that especially with like the mental health topics and um, hitting on miscarriage and even like a lot of the postpartum stuff, there's some things that are people are just sensitive to now or maybe they always will be and we want to be we want to take care of people in a way that they we don't expose them to things that maybe um, are considered triggers for them. Mm-hmm. And so if it's something that we feel like maybe is a topic that there are people that want to just skip that episode, we'll try to give you a heads up at the beginning to uh, just pass this one on by and hopefully come back and um, listen to another one. Yeah, I think we really want this to just be a very inclusive environment for everyone, but we also don't want to shy away from certain topics just because they're uncomfortable. Thanks for joining us for our first episode. We really hope that you enjoy our podcast and definitely feel free to reach out to us on Facebook or on Instagram if you have topic ideas or a conversation that you want to start or know somebody that we should interview because we definitely plan on bringing on some guests, um, both people that we know and just people that we've kind of been referred to. So that should be exciting times right there. Absolutely. If you want to follow along with us and join us on this journey, you can search us on Facebook at It's Probably Fine Podcast, all one word. And we're also on Instagram at it's.probably.fine. Thanks for listening. Mm-hmm.